Welcome to Dr. 3, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard rank ladder. I'm your host, Daring Alkaline, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Dragon Rider and Major Death. So let's just, uh, we got a real, real busy show this week, so let's, uh, let's go into last week's poll question, Mage. All right, we asked last week, we talked about the upcoming reveal stream, we talked about a new expansion announcement, and we, so we wanted to know which of the hosts' Hearthstone expansion wish would you most like to see come true? We had 22 votes, thank you to all of you that voted, and with 54.5% of the vote, Caverns of Time was the winner. Pretty good. I I mean, yeah, my it was a suggestion, but I think all of us would like that, like to see that as happening. Alduar and Professions being the other two suggestions, both of those got 22.7% of the vote. I don't think there was a wrong answer here. None of these were what we got, but maybe someday we will get these. So boom. thank you for voting. We'll have another poll question at the end of this week's episode. It should have been Old War. Just know that you <laughs> voted for Caverns of Time and Professions. You have made the wrong suggestion. <laughs> I, I knew Professions wasn't going to win, but thank you to everybody that's also with me on that. I mean, to be fair, yours was the most unique. So that was, uh, I thought it was a lot of fun in all honesty. I'm not really upset about it, obviously, but uh, I just... Uh, just thought Except I'd give it a little sense. Everybody sass. that voted for something other than Oldor that they're wrong. Beyond that, you're totally fine with. Yeah, that. I I don't understand what fact has to do with anything here. So, <laughs> okay. Oh, <God. laughs> All right, we'll move on to non-fall reveal stream news. So, uh, this is a bit heartbreaking. Dave Kozak leaves Blizzard Entertainment. He leaves Blizzard after 12 years, the last four as Hearthstone narrative and lead mission designer. He was featured prominently in expansion announcement videos and during single-player uh, content discussions. So, I mean, Dave Kozak is this, the, the face I thought of after Ben Brode left. Like, that's like... Okay, well, you know, you know, Dave Kozak was there with Ben Brode, and now... We don't have anything. I'm like, where? But where did all my where? Where did everyone go? Like those were the those are the faces of Hearthstone, and I know they're introducing new fat heart faces, and you have Ben Lee, and yes, I know that there's a a a plethora of people working on the Hearthstone, but like, as long as I've been playing, like I I didn't want to see Dave Kozak leave. So, but congratulations to him, and hopefully he will be successful in his next venture. Yeah, it's uh, definitely, he, he played the kind of goofy person in the videos. He played the straight man most recently in the uh, school, uh, in the, in the trailer for, for the new expansion announcement, which we got. Uh, he's definitely a, a fun personality and someone I think that's going to be greatly missed, whether it be future expansions uh, and and some of the behind the scenes work that he did to, uh, I think, elevate the single player content from where it was before before he joined the Hearthstone team. So uh, he will be definitely missed. But yeah, I, I mean, the congratulations. Yeah. yeah, I mean, to be fair, they've got a lot of great talent and they've been acquiring a lot of people from the communities. 
So like, yes, I feel like that the, the Hearthstone's in good hands from a design standpoint. So, um, it's just it's just kind of sad when you see when those like Hallmark characters leave and go on to do other things, and it's like, but you're you're Hearthstone, like it's just. <laughs> It's bittersweet. Uh, yeah, it is bittersweet, yes. It, you wish him nothing but the best, but there have been a lot of people leaving the the Hearthstone team lately, and it's just like, oh. I mean, but they've added a lot of people. They added Gowan, they added uh, Boar Control, you know, Cora's on the team. Like, I mean, they've got a lot of people from the community, and I imagine they'll probably still continue doing that since it seems to be a really good place to be getting these people from, so. <laughs> and it- I think it's a little bit different than bringing in pro players or, or content creators. I mean, I having been a World of Warcraft player before I was a Hearthstone player, I knew of Dave Kozak in his role uh, on the World of Warcraft team and, and some of the, the story and things that he was involved with leading into it. And, and so it's just, yeah, I, I'm... I feel like the 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 story and the narrative behind some of the expansions and stuff um, were just a little bit better because he was involved, and now now he's going to a different studio, and so they'll have to find somebody to kind of be that piece. So. Yeah, and it's kind of hard to replace someone like that, but I feel like there isn't a shortage of creative people who are fun and interesting that want to work or are currently working at blizzard. So, um, yeah. So again, sad day, but we wish him the best. Yeah. So next we have patch 18.6, uh, released October 22nd. Um, this is the patch that nerfed evocation and Solarian prime. And those changes were implemented. They added a new Battlegrounds hero, Zephyrus, and other Battleground changes and adjustments. They changed uh, packs earned and ranked, sta- ranked standard slash wild for November to the Madness at the Dark Moon Fair packs. So oh, we didn't was, put a spoiler warning yeah. on that. That's I'm the... sorry. <laughs> well, Get... spoiler alert. Main topic. Fall reveal stream. Let's just go on. Um, Madness at the Dark Moon Fair. It is the newest expansion releasing November 17th. Also announced midway between the expansions, there will be a 35 card mini sets uh, released to keep things fresh. Also revealed that yet another new mode will be coming in the year of the Phoenix in phase three on top of our, uh, <laughs> the new feature. Yes. I know. I know. I didn't say it. You did it. You didn't <laughs> say the next thing on the list before we talked about it. Excellent work. Excellent. You bar- I, you buried the lead a little bit though, Daring. The new expansion is coming. Yes. Before Thanksgiving. I mean, that's awesome. That's great. That's huge. Yay. It is it is huge. Um so hopefully I'll forget the 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 trauma that was doom in the tomb. <laughs> I mean, does anyone else forgotten that yet cuz I sure have it. 
Um, so this is, yeah, this is huge. I mean, when was the last time a set came out before December or an adventure came out before December? Is it League of Explorers? That's that what I was going to say. Was, yeah. that, was yeah. that the last one that got released <laughs> before Thanksgiving? Yeah, I think an so. announcement right around end of October, early November? It was one of those BlizzCon's announcements, right? Yep. It was like BlizzCon. Yep. And there's like, you can go buy it right now. Or like one of those or like next yeah. week's ones. So, yep. uh, okay. So let's go through the basics on the expansion. 135 cards expansion launches November 17th. Old Gods return as new versions of Cthun, Nazoth, Yasharj and Yogg-Saron will be in the set. New Yay. Ki- yeah. <laughs> the old gods are back. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it later, but I am not super happy that Rod of Roasting can be cast in standard mode. <laughs> there is a chance. There is. And, a- and not an insignificant chance either. I, I, as, as somebody that plays D and D, You'd be surprised how often 5% can happen. Uh, I feel like that is way too often for a Yogg-Saron effect. You know, there's like some times where Yogg's, you know, Puzzle Box can lose you the game. Roast, Rod of Roasting can literally, literally lose you the game on the spot. And uh, you have no idea where it's going to go. Um, I believe to quote... Uh, King Togwaggle, that Rod of Roasting is really a skill-testing card. <laughs> if you remember your dungeon runs, um, where the Rod of Roasting was introduced. Mm. So, um, and for those of you who don't remember Rod of Roasting, the card text is, cast Pyroblast until somebody dies. You know, targets at it's a, random. With targets at random. Until so, until a player a until a player dies, yes, yeah. until a player dies. So, yep, that's a whole lot of pyroblasts. <laughs> um, so uh, the new keyword is corrupt. When you're holding one of these cards and play, and you play a card with a higher cost, it will corrupt the card, therefore making it more powerful. Um, and then we have card reveals starting November 3rd and running through November 11th. So, so whirlwind reveal season, just like we're starting to get used to basically, uh, little over, yeah, basically a week, a little bit over a week. And we're going to see all the cards and corrupt is an interesting mechanic. What do you, what do you guys think of corrupt? Cause I, I like the idea of having a card a card that if you don't play it on curve and you play something else that this you then get rewarded for for holding on to the card. Um, we saw a few examples with the cards that they did reveal, uh, mm-hmm. but but it, it's definitely it's it's not exactly like the most. Um, what's what's the word i'm looking for it's not complicated the keyword by any stretch of the imagination but uh i i think it's interesting what do you guys think um i like it 
I feel like it kind of rewards control style play a little bit more. Just because you probably don't want to play something. A lot of times you play off curve um, when you have the time or the luxury. If you're being greedy, you can hold on to something longer. And then some of the times you start out with some of your bigger cards. So I think it's an interesting mechanic. I uh, Very simple. The, the mechanics are extremely simple to follow so um i think it's going to be fun but like i'm going to hold my judgment off truly until we start seeing some of the cards because i mean the mechanics simple enough as it is like it's um it's it doesn't seem super challenging at its surface so i'm i'm anxious to see what other cards we'll see Okay. What do you think? So I'm not gonna lie. I maybe I'm in the minority. It sounds like when it was first shown and I was watching the reveal stream, I didn't understand how it worked. So you guys are saying it was simple and easy to understand, and I was like, I don't get it because I didn't understand because they didn't actually explain it. If Correct. You had to be holding it in your hand, or if it meant it had to be on board. I, I wasn't sure which way that was. So that was, I was like, wait, how does that actually. They, they didn't do a good job explaining. No, no, they did it. You're, you're, you're not wrong there. I was confused when I first saw it afterwards. I was like, okay, that makes a lot more sense. And you could kind of see when one of the videos they showed, like playing something else and then it got the effects and it's like, okay, it has to be in hand. But when I was initially watching that, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. How do you actually trigger that? Um, but in terms of the the keyword and the effect itself, um, I think it's going to make for some really interesting decisions during games. And I think that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Um, I think Darren kind of said that it will help control. But depending on the costs and what we see, because they might have some low cost uh, ones that we see revealed later, that it's still going to make interesting decisions. Do you still want to play that on curve? Do you want to play it? Um, how will that affect if you're kind of in a position where you top deck those cards? Do you want to hold it? Do you just play it out? So I think it's going to create some really interesting decisions, and I'm, I'm excited to see how it how it goes. There's there's definitely a couple things to this, right? It's going to be how much of a penalty on the card is there for having that corrupt? Like we saw two examples. We saw one, there was an Elec that's a five mana 4-4 four, four with Rush, which we play faceless corruptor as a five mana four four but we get a second four four as as well if we have something on the board and then if you corrupt it it becomes an eight eight with rush and so suddenly that seems really good and so like there's there's that there was a spell that uh does four damage but if you've corrupt it it was a shaman one dunk tank uh it it also does a two damage aoe to to minions as well and so it's like it it does depend on the cards it does uh depend on the effects and stuff and and as long as they don't heavily penalize that base version i think those cards could definitely see play there's apparently according to uh an article i saw on on uh, hs replay that cora and Liv did said that there's a nine mana card with corrupt in it that has a, a, an outrageous effect if you actually corrupt the the nine mana card. So oh boy. that is a nine mana card that you'd have to pay a 10 mana card 
in order to corrupt it and then you'll get to play this and have something crazy happen so uh i had not even considered the fact that this seems like it might be weighted towards a more controlling style or at least at least a mid-range deck that has some flexibility to go to a con more controlling style but if we're getting the old gods back and if you think about uh, whispers of the old gods which is where they were in the first place i feel like that was a very controlling sort of meta or are definitely mid-range to a control meta and so if they're if we're seeing lots of taunts if we're seeing a lot of uh big backside creatures and stuff like that we we, we might end up seeing a, a shift away from this more aggressive meta that it feels like we've been in uh, all the year of the Phoenix to uh, to something a bit more mid-range to control. So, Which wouldn't be a bad thing. Uh, even as somebody that maybe prefers this style, I, I don't think it would be a bad thing if we slowed down a little bit. Yeah, so I have just... I just pulled up the cards real quick while we were talking here. So, yeah, Dunk Tank is the four-cost shaman spell that deal four damage corrupt then deal two damage to all enemy minions so it's a mini earthquake for four if you play something that costs five or more so it seems good seems like very doable especially right now for shaman um and the uh so the other one you mentioned the elic the fire hoof pearl tusk and then the the final one that we've seen so far is the uh, three mana paladin spell day at the fair. Yep, summon three silver hand recruits. Corrupt summon five. So, hey, guess what? That costs five or that costs three mana. Guess what's happening in wild? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I was actually thinking about that. That works. That seems like it would be pretty sweet in wild uh, with odd odd paladin, but. Unless there's some support for doing things with the uh, with the Silverhand recruits in standard, that might not see a ton of play in standard. Unless unless there's something, uh, you know, that, that to leverage all those Silverhand recruits that you're putting on the board. Exactly. So, what did you guys uh, think of the reveal trailer? The actual, the song and the the reveal trailer. Oh, so good. <laughs> the the game board opening up and then you see like the dark moon fair coming out of it uh was good and then it, it was like kind of a creepy song and then the the part where they like the the like the face goes into this like mechanical thing and you go into its mouth and you're like oh my god this is <laughs> this is creepy i feel like whoever whoever came up with that concept has played rush of blood on uh, PlayStation VR because that had like real rush of blood uh, vibes for me, which is like for those of you who haven't who have never seen it, it's a uh, literal rail shooter where you're in a, a like a roller coaster car going down a rail, and it's in VR, so it's just oh, simple. Yeah, it's simply horrifying. The game is phenomenal if you have if you have access to PSVR and you like horror games. Um it's like one of the, one of the more for, uh fun rail shooters I've played in a while. But the point is that like every level starts where you go into like 
a mouth like that and it's something horrifying <laughs> so i feel i was just like this all feels like russia blood to me so um i loved it yeah I, I thought it was very very appropriate and um the 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 song was really fun too so it, it just like the uh atmosphere for that video was just on point in my opinion so i i i mentioned that i was thinking it was going to be a light fun version of dark moon fair is doesn't seem from that trailer and what we've seen so far with old gods and if you look at the card art for the old gods they're like these giant creatures destroying the dark moon fair this is anything but light this isn't like day at the fair sort of thing this is like oh my god craziness we're all gonna die at the fair sort of so i i'm perfectly okay with that i'm just saying that a stark contrast to what i was expecting going in knowing that dark moon fair could potentially be the uh the theme around the expansion okay so mage do you want to go in and start talking about what was revealed next the new game <laughs> so, mode yeah the the new game mode i think has to be like the biggest thing if for no other reason than it's been the most anticipated thing that that people have been talking about since we learned we were getting a new game mode and we now know that it is hearthstone duels uh this is a basically dungeon run but against other players and the other big distinction on this is you actually craft your starting deck you craft you put the first 15 cards into your deck and uh then you start playing from there but you play against other players instead of instead of uh the hearthstone ai so that was a, that was announced and released into early access last thursday right after the reveal and so if you pre-order the uh the new expansion madness of the dark moon fair you get access to go in and play this uh it is in early access until uh it uh, until the 12th so, and they're doing actually early access giveaways uh starting on the 28th through the 11th so you can get access even if you don't pre-order uh, if you're lucky enough to get, uh, I think it's Twitch drop is how they're how they're potentially giving those away. So uh, if you are not going to pre-order, want access to duels, definitely uh, try doing that. Uh, it's going to be rotating the the cards that you can build your deck from, and the cards that you'll be offered are going to rotate. Currently, it is Skullamance Academy, One Night at Karazhan, the Curse of Naxxramas, Basic and Classic. You play to 12 wins or three losses like you do in the arena. There's an MMR rating uh, that you gain and lose based on how well you do. There's going to be a casual and a heroic mode. Uh, casual mode you can play for free for no rewards. Heroic mode costs 150 gold to enter or 199 US. And you can get arena-like rewards. Dust, cards, packs, that sort of thing. Uh and uh if you have any existing arena tickets they're going to be converted into a tavern ticket which can be used to either play the arena or a heroic duel once that becomes available 
uh, which it's going to be available on the 12th. And then they're doing like these seasons, which is going to start on the 17th, which coincides with the release of the new of the new expansion. And then uh, Madness at the Dark Moon Fair will be one of the uh, one of the card sets available on the 17th. So. It look it was cool. Uh, I got to play it last night for the first time. I think you guys said that you got to play it as well. What it, what are, what are the initial impressions of this? Uh, okay, so when I was watching the reveal stream, I I don't know. I guess all of the people that guessed or were, you know, giving predictions on what they thought. I don't think anybody guessed this, and. I'm not going to lie, when I first saw it, I was pretty disappointed. I, I saw it and it looked pretty bad. I don't know. I was <laughs> like, when they did the Kibler and uh, Kriparian playing against each other, not going to lie, it was pretty boring. I was like, <laughs> I was bored. I'm like, I don't I don't know about this. I don't want to watch this. What, what, what is happening here? Why is this a whole game mode? Um, but you know, I was I was streaming at the time and had time afterwards, and so I I bought the mega bundle, and was like, all right, well, let's just give it a try. And then like two games in, I was like, okay, this is fun. I like this. This is way better than what I I thought. So I don't know if it just was their like introduction of it that just didn't quite do it justice, but it felt more fun to play than it was to to watch that. So that's my two cents. Um, yeah, I got it the day after just because it took, uh, Android that long to update. <laughs> they took them for like that <laughs> evening to update Yikes. Android and iOS. Yeah, iOS was not much faster. Honestly. Yeah, exactly. So it's always slower on the mobile. Um, and I couldn't play it. You know, I c if I, if it's not on my phone, I can't really touch my computer until after work. So and I am only on my, you know, phone when I'm, you know, have a call or something. So it's not the whole day. So anyways, um, I, you know, I'm kind of, I was lukewarm on it now. I, then I'm lukewarm on it now. I'm like, okay, I, I can like, I kind of understand like that, like this is somewhat interesting, but like, I'm, there's no way I'm going back and crafting anything that I disenchanted when I was still disenchanting stuff, which goes back to, I disenchanted pretty much up until Ungoro. After Ungoro, I don't think I've disenchanted anything, um, besides the mage quest. Cause I got full dust reward on that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just, like, if I wanted to lose to random BS, like, I can do that <laughs> easy enough and standard and, like, get, like, oh, this is dumb. Like, yeah, no, that was a dumb, yeah, no. Like, it, like turn that, crank that up to about a million, and that's, like, like, oh, yeah, this could be fun, and it just can be the most, like, enraging thing in the world. Like, I, uh... I can handle it, but it's just like it's a, it's a little too random for me and the treasures and the distribution. Like, uh, the like the last time I played Arena, um, I got killed on turn seven by a Zephyrus Fireball in Arena. So I, I I'm having a good long break from Arena. It's just it's just sometimes you know it's like. 
it's not you're not on the same playing field even though you start out with the same stuff but you get offered different things treasures are offered differently and it's just like i i i preferred you know even with random gen like you know some things can be you know feel unfair but at least you are all on the same same playing field to start with so it's it's a good distraction and I might use some of my uh tavern tickets because I, I honestly I'm not that good at arena and I don't generally tend to play it so I have like six arena tickets sitting around right now. <laughs> so um but I think it's interesting. I'm glad people who like it got what they want like they said people had been asking for something like this and I'm glad people got what they wanted and I'm super cool that it's super cool that people are hyped about it and that people are enjoying it i'm just i don't feel like standard's still the mode for me and um that's where i'm going to be spending my time and like i i much prefer battlegrounds to this so um but you know that could change over time and i don't i don't hate it i'm just kind of like this is fine this is certainly a game mode i could be playing so so it's not really strong feelings one way or the other. <laughs> I know that's kind of like, <laughs> you know, it's like everyone else is hype, and I'm just like, and eh, it it is what it is. Um. So so my initial impressions were that yeah, it's it's every bit as exciting and frustrating as Dungeon Run can be, in, in so far as if you're you have an idea for how you want your deck to be built and then you get offered things that don't really drive with it which was basically all the treasures that i got offered uh but there ended up being some some cool and interesting things uh i i i ended up going six wins with mage mage is really powerful right now so if you get a chance play Lazar, uh play play mage and um it I, I think I actually like it better than I like arena right now. And, and so I, it's definitely a way to do something other than standard that still feels a lot like standard. Uh, but you could do some really crazy things. And the other thing I was going to mention that I saw somewhere is uh, Celestalon said that, that wins in the new duels mode actually count towards your, uh, 500 and 1,000 win portraits. So uh, that's another way that you can grind those ga- those out if you if you want to do that. So uh, that that seems very appealing to me too because I I wanted something. Part of the reason I play wild actually is because I'm trying to get 500 or a thousand wins on some of these other other characters, and not all the classes are are relevant in standard, or I want to play them. Uh, when I'm nearing legend and stuff, and so I've been playing wild, and now this gives us another another way to potentially build towards those as well. So, I I, I definitely want to play it more, uh, and hopefully get some things that better synergize with what I wanted to do at the start. Uh, but and I would also say I'm not a great deck builder, so I like that there's now finally some people that are saying, hey. Here's a decent starter deck for you for this hero, and uh, uh, that then it's up to me to kind of build it from there. But I like having a, a foundation to build off of, and and so there's been some some articles and and some people that have posted their their starter decks. So happy for that. Also, I I will say 
I have uh, never gotten BM by single player content before. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's that. That's definitely something I, I never happened to me in dungeon runs. So, you know, but I can't say that about duels. <laughs> um, but no, I, I think that's really, really, really cool that you can actually get um, your wins count towards um, the uh, your ranked wins. I think that's awesome. Yes. So, okay. So let us move on and start talking about the revamped progression and reward system. So, Dragon Rider, you want to take it away on that one? Absolutely. Um, personally, this is the thing I'm excited the most about. So, uh, the new progression and reward system. We have achievements system uh, that's going to track in-game accomplishments. And they have achievements related to each class, your collection, ranked miles, uh, milestones, adventure content, tavern brawls, new modes such as the duels and battlegrounds, and gameplay achievements that are tracked from match to match. And then new achievements will be added with every expansion, uh, the future game mode, and major updates. Uh, a central reward track for all earnable rewards outside of ranked play. Uh, so we have a link that we will put in uh, that shows a really good breakdown of the rewards, which is, is cool to see kind of ahead of time. Uh, these reward tracks will be based on the current expansion. Uh, you'll progress by earning experience from completing quests, uh, completing select achievements, and playing the game in any mode. It has 50 levels with a choice of 10 all-new hero skins upon completion. Uh, there's additional levels beyond 50 that you can get, and each level above that 50, you'll get 150 gold. Uh, rewards for DMF expansion include card packs from sets in standard, uh, tavern tickets that grant access to either arena or duels, the Madness at the Dark Moon Fair card back, an epic card, two legendary cards, and gold. Uh, includes a free track for all players, and then there's an additional paid track that can be unlocked by purchasing the Tavern Pass. And the Tavern Pass gives you a 10% experience boost. You get the Golden Silas Dark Moon card and ability to earn additional XP boost. Uh, the, I don't even know how to say it, this, and Heidel. Now to hide. Is that it? I... There's an alternate warrior here. <laughs> Analdehyde. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know. Hide. Yeah, Analdehyde. Like formaldehyde, Analdehyde. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. It's an alternate warrior hero. Like, yeah, and card back. Uh, three Jaina hero skins, three Thrall hero skins, and one of Hearthstone's first ever collectible cosmetic coins. Uh, so basically all of that is just cosmetic items and they haven't revealed a price for the tavern pass yet. Uh, then a couple more things they have here, a quest revamp that supports daily and now weekly quests. Uh, so the daily quest will now reward XP to progress on that reward track. Uh, the new weekly quests will be available every Monday. Uh, each can be re-rolled once per day. Legendary quests will no longer override daily quests. That's huge. Uh, and then they also have an updated 
profile page now will be uh, showing up with player info, ranks, and stats. So it will display current and lifetime stats for the account, which includes current rank in constructed, standard, or wild, battlegrounds rating, duels rating, arena wins, class levels, and wins. And it is going live on November 12th, which I am extra excited about. There's, there's a lot to unpack here. Yeah. There is a lot. I, I think, I, I think like the, the achievements thing is really cool. I'm glad they're finally putting achievements in. They told us they were putting achievements in that it was coming later in the year. So now that's, that's happening. I didn't think it was going to be so centrally tied to this rewards revamp, but it makes sense. I guess when you see the, how they introduced it, uh and and how they're talking about it the 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 new kind of battle pass or the rewards the reward track that they're doing uh and completely revamping how quests work and and all that i think is definitely the most interesting thing in here i want to know how much the tavern pass is and you know how much experience you have to get in order to get through each of the levels and because that that's really going to determine, you know, how how much gold, how many packs are you going to be able to get during during the course of an expansion and and this is going to be how well we're going to be able to prepare for for future expansions and stuff. So so here's the the question I have about the battle pass is a yes, the price and b is that per expansion? Do you have to buy a battle pass every, so you yeah, okay, that's what I thought. I thought that's how they explained it, but I wanted to make sure I understood that correctly. So, yeah, yeah I'm I'm not. I mean, if it's, I'm hoping it's not more than twenty. Like I feel like probably a fair price point. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. This is all hypothetical, and no one really knows. And like we've seen what it looks like, but we don't know what like how much experience we're going to be getting, and like how long it's going to take us to level up and whatnot. So, um, yeah, that, that one is just, <laughs> I'm excited. I, I like that the Tavern Pass is an XP boost and cosmetics. That's that's it. That's what you're paying for if you pay for this. You're n- you don't get additional gold or any or anything like that, additional packs, like that sort of thing. It, it does mean that you can progress through the the rewards track faster. So potentially in that regard, you could potentially get more gold and by extension more packs. But specifically, this is this is not going to it, it's like there's not like this 500 gold reward thing that you can only get because you paid the for the tavern pass. Right. That that's not happening. You're paying for cosmetics and to get through this thing a little bit faster and and so i'm happy about that that does make me wonder just how much this is going to cost if you think about what what you're getting and how much they've charged for that on their own i could very easily see this being in excess of 20 bucks which like you i think is probably the higher end of where i would want to spend for this on top of you know buying packs, buying pre-orders, all this sort of thing as well. And the fact that I know I'm going to probably want to do this for each expansion that comes out, uh, it it does lend itself to being uh, 
a fair bit of an investment if you end up doing it for all three expansions. So, so I'm just I'm just thinking about it too. Like, so you get ten percent experience, and then you get a bunch of skins. Like, three of them are just, or six of them are just alternate art for Thrall, Jaina, Thrall and Jaina. So, like, mm-hmm. I mean, there are no packs in this, and like you said, it's all com- cosmetic. So, like. I could see this just being 20 bucks. I feel like you're asking a lot if you go much over, if you go over 20, like I feel like 20 is a, for this much stuff plus the XP bonus. I'm hoping it's between 10 and 20 and that's where I'm at. So fingers crossed. the, The reason I say that, so you have an alternate warrior hero and card back, an alternate hero and card back like Magni, for instance, was $10 by itself. And then you have th- six alternate skins for, you know, three for Jaina, three for Thrall. They were charging, with packs, they were charging $10 for one of these alternate skins. So if you take out, and you think about it being half the cost, uh, because you're not counting the packs, uh, that could easily be another... $30. I don't think it's going to end up being this expensive, but like I say based on what they've charged for this stuff individually before, this could be in excess of this could be $30. It could be $35, something like that. And so so my my uh reason for thinking it's around 20 is because those skins that you get for Jaina and Thrall are the unlockable ones along the path to remember the three different versions of Thrall they showed and the three different versions of Jaina. They, they, oh wait, they didn't show the three different versions of Jaina, but I assume they're the ones. Oh, did they? I must've missed it. But yes, I remember seeing the three different versions of Thrall, which are unlockable. They said, so you didn't have to, pay for right. those you, you, you don't what what happens is, is you don't get those the moment you buy the tavern exactly you but you can unlock you the, exactly but you can unlock them you don't there isn't a paywall to get those skins so like that's why i'm thinking 20 bucks so you get them just like right away plus you get the alternate warrior skin I, you know, this is all just <laughs> this is all just conjecture, and we we have no no clue in heck where where they're gonna end up with it. So, um, so you could be your your idea of thinking it could be thirty five is just as valid as saying it could be ten. We don't know, and we will figure that out. I, I hope I hope it's where 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 you're at or yeah on the lower side, um, because it's kind of a cosmetic boost to the to to the game as opposed to a more of a yeah i feel i feel like 10 would be a fair price to for it because it would unlock some stuff and it's a hero you know like i'm not saying 20 would be unfair but like 10 you know it just to add 10 every time you buy an expansion to get you the the battle pass like i feel like that's pretty fair like for for the amount of stuff you get i mean they throw in a free hero every time you pre-order like you get a free hero if you buy the mega bundle like that's just free they don't charge you for that you get 85 packs at you know less than a dollar a pack five of them are now golden so like i feel like they started to give more for less too so like 
we, we again this is all just conjecture so let's uh we can we can hope we can well, hope yeah, i i feel like we're probably not gonna know until basically right around the 12th when this thing goes live and and um yeah i i i would i i would suspect that um you know ha- the the other thing we found out with this tavern pass you could buy it at any point at the ex- in the expansion and it will retroactively give you any of the things that like if you ended up buying it and you were at at 50 you could then get all the tavern pass things that you would have unlocked all the way up to that point as well so uh it's one of those things where you can see you could you could potentially get it at the end of the expansion as well or get it at any point in between so yeah absolutely i think for me one of the things that i i really like about this is that you can level up and earn rewards and do more things from playing all of the different game modes so it's not just oh i have to play standard to try to complete these quests or try to do this and, and gain some gold you can you can play Hearthstone however you want, and I'm really excited about that. Um, but also the biggest thing is that it comes out on November 12th, which is actually my birthday. So, hey, yeah. happy birthday to you. Woo, thanks. Huzzah! So, and that's the first week that I'm going to be doing streaming full-time, so like I'm going to do like a 12-hour stream that day, and it's going to be a whole big thing, and, and I get to play that new progression and rewards. So I'm excited about that personally, because it's like, that's the thing I was most excited about in the first place. And I'm excited to see this and it's releasing on my birthday. So it feels super exciting for me. The fact that legendary quests don't override another quest spot I, is huge too. I love the fact that that's now the case. There's basically three daily quest spots three weekly quest spots and then there's a legendary spot for each so they can do legendary on either side uh daily or weekly and it doesn't stop you from from uh getting the quest you were going to get just because of uh because of the day of the week it was so that's that's handy and then at the same re-roll uh mechanic that's in there for the daily quests will be there for weekly quests as well Someone someone needs to go tell Ray C to start streaming the day this launches to see what it looks like. <laughs> if you've uh, heard him talking on, I, I can't remember the podcast. I'm sorry. It was Danny Donuts and um, ah, the, I, the names are dropping on me. But um, he's one of the people who's like... I never do quest and all I have are legendary quests in my in my queue. So I'd be interested to see what it looks like for him because he has like the like play dungeon run quest in his queue still. <laughs> so or at least the last time I listened to their their podcast. So You're thinking well met, by the way. Well met, yes, thank yes. you. I apologize. I could like I could picture everyone on that show. Um, and I just, I don't, I couldn't remember the name. So I apologize to well met. I, uh, they're all really super nice people. I've talked to everyone on that show. So, um, very cool. So, um, yeah, I think that's, I think that's really cool that the, and they're introducing weekly quests. So like 
bigger things you can strive during your week. And like, so that, I mean, that's something cool to be like, even after you finish your dailies, you can still be working towards um, something overarching through the entire week. Cause like, I know like most of the days I, you know, I just have one quest up, I get it done. And then all of a sudden I'm just, uh, just playing random games for nothing, you know, other than, you know, rank. So I think this is really cool. I think I like that a lot. Cosmetic coins. Yes, this that's cool. cool. This is kind of cool too. And the, there's going to be a special coins tab in the collection. You can assign the coin by deck or favorite, like you do a, a hero portrait. Uh, the two that they have for for Dark Moon Fair, one for doing the tavern pass, and then one for for you just get if you get 135 cards from the 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 way from the uh, madness at Dark Moon Fair expansion. Uh, they look a little bit different, but they all have the like the uh, the eye from the uh, from the gate in the middle. So I I don't know why I didn't think this was something they were gonna do, but I, I I'm kind of I'm kind of glad that they did it, and uh, it's one more one more thing to collect, I guess, in a game where I'm already collecting all sorts of stuff. I'm still muted. Yes, I think the uh I think the coin is uh I like this cosmetic cosmetic stuff. I've always been a uh, big fan of something like that just because it's like another another way to add to the game that, you know, is does not affect how it plays other than giggles or if you're just like this looks really cool, so like I want that. Right. Also, I don't think we mentioned that um Nazoth hero portrait with the uh, mega bundle too. We're gonna get to the bundle. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I forgot about that. I'm getting a little. I'm a little tired. I had a rough night last night, so <laughs> I apologize. Why, why don't you talk about the pre-launch and crafting streams? Yes. All right. So we have pre-launch party. The final reveal stream will be November 11th at 10 a.m. Pacific time, revealing the last of the cards. Reddit community deck building contest after reveal stream, November 11th from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, Pacific time again. Community built decks will be played by the creators during by creators uh, during the theory crafting live stream on November 12th, and the top 20 most upvoted Reddit decks will also receive a mega bundle code. Uh, requirements in post, and I will link to that in the show notes. Theory Crafting live stream on uh, November 12th will have Twitch drops for packs. Watch two hours of one specific one of the specific 16 players from 9 a.m. Pacific time to 12 p.m. Pacific time to earn one Dark Dark Moon Fair pack. And watch two hours of any Hearthstone stream from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific time to earn another Dark Moon Fair pack. And the pre-release weekend from November 13th through 15th with more Mega Bundle codes and gifting Twitch subs on creator channels. More details will be coming. And I will link the uh, Play Hearthstone um, link to that in the show, obviously. So, I, I'm sorry I got a little ahead of myself, but um, uh, what do you guys think of this uh, pre-launch 
uh, shenanigans. <laughs> and the uh, the content creator, um, the Reddit, the deck building challenges. I think they're they're definitely trying some new stuff this time, and it's you know some different creative ways to get the community involved. So that's kind of cool to see. Um, I know Mage and I were talking before the show. I'll let him bring up uh, that point, but I'm definitely with him on that one. Um, but yeah, it's going to be really cool to see. And, you know, the, the fact that they're doing all sorts of drops, like throughout this whole reveal season, like drops for bundles, drops for early access, drops for, uh, you know, packs, like all of that's really cool. So it's, it's cool to see them doing a, a variety of stuff seems like one of the biggest things that uh people talk about for the theory crafting streams is that you know it's limited to just these handful of people and it doesn't seem fair i guess that uh that you know blizzard has pre-selected these people to uh to basically get to play the, the the game and the cards before everybody else and and potentially figure out the meta before we even have the meta and so i i think this is an interesting way to kind of address some of those concerns uh but still having the kind of potential hype that you can get from having these streams and and the the biggest thing to me is the reddit uh deck reddit community building community deck building contest having that you know having people theory craft decks you put them on reddit and then the, the the those decks are the ones that that the 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 streamers are potentially going to be playing uh the the following day and if you theory craft a deck and the community likes it you can potentially win uh, a bundle for 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 uh for for doing the theory craft so to me, that gets a lot more people involved with the whole idea of theory crafting beforehand, which is great. And, and the fact that they're talking about, and they haven't released all the details, the potential of giving uh, subscriptions on creators' channels uh, throughout that weekend, uh, presumably when anybody could do a fireside gathering and, and be playing the new expansion, uh, some of the new cards and stuff. I, I think it's really good too. I we we don't know the specifics. We're hoping it's going to be full community wide, as opposed to you know maybe some of just the bigger Hearthstone streamers. But it feels like it, it feels like if they're going to this much trouble, that they're probably going to go beyond just that top tier of of Hearthstone streamer. And uh, I I hope it's well received and I I feel like it's going to be better received than the theory crafting streams have been in the past. Yeah, I think it I think it's an interesting way to reach out to the community. So let's uh I'm excited to see how it turns out. So the last thing to note that uh, you can log in to receive a free copy of Silas Dark Moon available to play immediately. To uh to pre-purchase bundles or two pre-purchase bundles are available right now. The regular bundle includes duels early access, forty-five Dark Moon Fair packs, one random Dark Moon Legendary, and the Nazoth card back for thirty-nine ninety-nine, which is ten bucks cheaper. Um, ten bucks, you know, uh, ten packs less, but ten bucks cheaper. So, 
And then you get the Mega Bundle. Uh, includes uh, Duels Early Access, um, 80 Dark Moon Fair Packs, 5 Golden Dark Moon Fair Packs, 1 Random Golden Dark Moon Legendary, and the Nozoth Warlock Hero. The Nozoth card back and the Battlegrounds perk for $79.99. So that's pretty standard um, for what they've done. So, um, yes. So, uh, seems pretty, pretty standard. So you guys, uh, which ones did you pre-order? I mean, I did the Mega Bundle. Mega Bundle. <laughs> so I... I did purchase that mega bundle, like I mentioned, and then played the the early access of duels. Um, and then actually, because I was talking about being excited for the progression and stuff uh, happening on my birthday, uh, one of my Twitch viewers actually was uh, very, very generous and donated the amount of money needed and told me to buy the other bundles so thank you yay shout out yeah that it was unexpected but very very appreciated so this is going to be one of the first uh expansions in quite a while that i've actually had both because i don't think i've ever actually had both so yeah i've never done both myself i i typically do both and we'll probably end up getting the other one but uh yeah i just got the one just so that i could get the access and and be able to go in and play it but it's a really good deal if you can get if if you have the uh the funds to do so this is these are usually the best price per pack that you're going to get for for a new expansion so uh getting both is 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 good if you can do it yeah would highly recommend if you have the money laying around so um and we'll see how the new progression system funnels into it and like everything will come to a head you know when we hit that october 12th and uh then the set comes out on the 17th i believe if that's i've just yep november 17th. a few days before the expansion so if there is some issues they could potentially do some tweaking in that bef- and and it won't necessarily affect day one of the new expansion so uh i think that was smart thinking on on blizzard t fives on team fives uh yeah yeah and we're and we're back to a tuesday release yes so yes no thursday release this time nope tuesday it is so all right mage you want to wrap us up with um this week's poll question all right we talked about the fall reveal announcements there were a lot of them a lot of things that you could get excited about we'd like to know what was your favorite part of the fall reveal announcement was it the Dark Moon Fair expansion? Was it the new duels game mode? Uh, the revamped reward system and the achievements? Or were you just like, I like all of it? Those are your four options. Vote. Give us your feedback. And we will talk about the results on next week's show. Speaking of the show, you can find the show on Twitter at Dr3HS. You can follow our top pin tweet to take you to the Dr3 Discord. And you can email us at Dr3 at or Dr3HS at gmail.com. And you can find me talking nonsense on Twitter at Daring Alkaline. Uh Dragon Rider. 
You can find me on Twitter at Donnie DK. That's D-A-W-N-I-E-D-K. And on Twitch, twitch.tv slash DK. I guess how Mage... You can find me on Twitter. I'm at MageDeath. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash MageDeath. Awesome, guys. Uh, I know this was just a very news-heavy show, but, you know... Uh, it's a lot of hype to go through in, in, in one hour segments. So thanks for listening. And as always, you've been listening to Dr. Three. This bomb's got to go off. I got to go to the fair.